Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is David Benjamin of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. This is the 45th episode, and today I have the youngest guest I've ever had on this show. And he's, believe it or not, he's only nine years old. And for nine years old, I'm absolutely astonished. If I was this brilliant at nine years old, I'd probably be in the White House or, uh, I don't know, doing something really, really important right now. Of course, I'm doing important work, but you know what I mean, like at a high level of, of, uh, of recognition or something. So uh, today we have on the show... On the show, Daniel Bissonnette, uh, he he's, he's growing up still as a raw vegan kid, and Daniel always had a different view on food and health than his fellow classmates and friends. But being different was never really a concern for him, since he knew the reasoning behind his food choices. Rather than fitting in, Daniel was always more intrigued with encouraging others to make healthier food choices. He was convinced that if others were exposed to reliable information, they'd make more drastic diet and lifestyle changes. It wasn't until his third year of elementary school that Daniel began actively speaking on the topic in public. It, this third grade speaking, okay, that's really impressive. Great job. Um, it all began one day when his teacher asked him to present before the class about his diet. After talking to his classmates about the dangers of GMOs, many began to trash their candy and unhealthy snacks, and others told him how they switched to healthier alternatives at home. Daniel was thrilled and created a series of health presentations for kids in May of 2014. Daniel spoke at March Against Monsanto in Vancouver. Little did he know his words would not only leave the crowd mesmerized, or, uh, but, uh, but make headlines as one of the greatest speeches for March Against Monsanto worldwide. Shortly after Daniel spoke at the Veg Expo, uh, David Wolf's events and participated in interviews with personalities such as Rachel, Rachel Parent and Jeffrey W. Smith. Daniel is currently working on his upcoming book to be released in the summer of 2015. I'm just like so happy right now for you, Daniel. Honestly, it's awesome. Uh, as well as an ongoing, ongoing speaking engagements and educational videos. Stay tuned by joining him on Facebook and subscribing to his YouTube channel. And I will link both of those up right below this audio interview. So you can follow him on Facebook and on YouTube. I highly recommend it. Uh, he's inspiring, entertaining, funny. Uh, he has a, a bright future ahead of him. And I'm so happy for you to be here. How are you doing today, Daniel? Good. Good Thank to hear. You. This opportunity. You're welcome. And I appreciate you uh, having a voice at such a young age. It's, it's, at, when you're young, sometimes you feel like adults overshadow you, both physically and you know, literally, you know, with, with a shadow, but um, you have such a strong voice and I really uh, admire your passion for what you do. And uh, I really just, you know, want to hear, you know, what you have to say and what you have to share with, with, you know, uh, the podcast audience. So the first question I have for you is how did you get into all this kind of health stuff and GMO food stuff? And why is it so important to you? Well, it's because the world is like, rainforests, Mon um, McDonald's, they cut down rainforests so they can just so they can have a farm to keep their cows and chickens in. But when there's all these other wild animals in the forest, why do they cut them down? Just so they can make money. And it's really important to me because I want to save the world and our next generation because GMOs, like we are smart, but it's not, nature made us smart, but it's not good to be too smart because that way, like, we, they made us smart, but not for a reason, for survival, not so we can ruin the nature, 
Right? You get what I'm saying? Right, totally. I agree 100%. And it's a good point about the rainforest because I'm a huge fan of the Amazon rainforest specifically and the the importance it has in you know in our in our world it pr produces oxygen it has all sorts of wildlife and animals and plants and it's very very important and to just put a bunch of cattle and animals there and feed them gmo foods doesn't really make a lot of sense when you're tearing down all this beauty it's kind of like the movie avatar where they're destroying i'm sure you've seen avatar right yeah, I have. Okay, good. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, it's kind of like that, where they go in and they destroy just to economically prosper, and it really doesn't make a lot of sense when the, yeah. you know, the beauty is in, the it's in nature. That's 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 prospering. So uh, I agree with you 100. percent That makes a lot of sense. Um, so what? So that's kind of the environmental standpoint of things. From a health standpoint of things, uh, for me, you know, I'll just share my story with you real quick. When I was 19 years old, I had my heart was like skipping beats and I was like, oh, this is not good because I, was, I, was, I didn't have, I wasn't obese, I wasn't overweight, I didn't think I was unhealthy, but then I started to think, okay, maybe I should take this seriously. Was there anything or anyone in your life that inspired you to care about your health and to see it really, really important and see the value of that? No, I kind of just knew it myself because I was born a raw food, a raw food vegan person. So I, I was able to like figure out that all the stuff by myself because I saw it at school. It was right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Do you do you think that because you eat healthier, do you think that you can uh, almost like do you feel do you see a difference because you eat healthy and you don't eat GMO between you know kind of the way you think or the way you feel? compared to people, kids your age that do eat GMOs and do just have junk food all the time? Yes, I've seen at the, I went to Rocky Point and I went, there was this little area and there was these nine-year-olds at the park. There were nine-year-olds, they were almost as tall as an adult and I looked like a five-year-old to them and they're like, when I said I was nine, one of them guessed I was five, but I said, no, I'm nine. Like, wow. There's something wrong with you. Like, why are you so small? And I said, because I'm on a whole food, plant-based, GMO-free, organic diet. <laughs> they're like, That's whatever awesome. that diet is of yours. Um, they're like, whatever that raw food, whatever thing is, you're really small for a nine-year-old. And then her friend said, well, obviously you're on a diet too. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Every, well, everyone's on a diet. We all eat something, so it's all it makes sense. And you know, one thing I've learned, Daniel, is that it doesn't matter how big you are; it matters how big your mind is. And you have a big mind, so uh, as long as you know that and you believe that, you will continue to uh, you'll continue to evolve, and you'll continue to see the positive in things. Um, so. I like I love the video you made on YouTube where you like did the the you know like the gun thing with the GMOs and you were like this the way you described it it was really funny and I actually talked about that in my last podcast with my friend uh, from AltHealthWorks.com and we were laughing about it because it's such a cool description so could, how how would you describe GMOs to someone who doesn't understand like the science of it what would you how would you paint that picture? Well, um, it would be kind of like a from my speech, look, it's DNA from one organism and just put it into another. 
and that makes something totally different and mm -hmm. just like it's something that has never been created before and there's a reason nature never created it before so that means we shouldn't create it either I agree 100% and nature does create its own things but it's over time and it has its own pathway and that's not for us to decide really because it doesn't make sense so um, what so beyond health and, and these different things what else is important to you beyond like for health beyond you know eating organic and and GMO free and things like that in your health and in, in your life what is like what's important to you I mean like beyond that um, well, I want to change the world, make everything GMO-free organic. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. And I will do whatever it takes to make that happen. Very cool. Do you have any plans for this? Like, what are, what are the, like, superhuman ideas you have? Because I know you're a superhuman. You're just, you're just hiding it. <laughs> well, um, one, of the, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to make... Disney GMO free and um, Kellogg's too. Uh, Kellogg's is the one I want to do first. And I also got some things on Facebook that shows you know, like a poster of me talking to Mickey and then me talking to the Kellogg's tiger. You know that one? Yeah. The so, what's his name? I forget his name. Um, yeah, Tony. Tony, Tony the tiger. Yeah, I don't think Tony the tiger eats GMOs. Do you? Um, I, I don't know. Probably he does. He's probably a genetically <laughs> modified organism because tigers don't talk. That's a good point. But I don't. I don't think the tigers in the wild. I don't think they eat GMOs, do they? The ones like in the in Africa and everywhere. Well, they don't know. They might eat it if it's around. They'll they'll eat it without knowing, and that's why I'm gonna make everything GMO-free, organic, and stop Monsanto and the other companies that are making GMOs and chemicals. Those shouldn't be allowed. Like, just like Roundup and DDT. Like Roundup is kind of like DDT, they're kind of the same thing. Maybe in fact they are the same thing. Yeah, that's, I agree completely. So, so you, want, you, you understand how GMOs work and how it's something that isn't beneficial for the environment or for people in our diet and our food how how do you think we can what can we do like say you're talking to anyone what can people do to actually make those changes and why would you convince why would you tell them to do that well um they should um they should try to actually no they should just buy organic and gmo free and if that's a bit too hard for them which i don't think it is but to help them out on their journey to eat organic food, they can buy my book. I'll oh, help yeah. them out. Oh, the one coming out next year. Yeah. Very cool. And that teaches them what to avoid and, and that kind of thing? Well, no, it teaches them the recipe and the rest recipes like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It shows you all those things. Because yeah. I want to make it like something delicious, but also good for you. And I figured out, like, when I was a kid, I, like, I am a kid, but when I was A <laughs> younger small, kid. <laughs> when, I, when I was three, when I was five, I wanted to make this 
recipe, which was like all the dates, mulberries, all those stuff mixed up in a mix, and mm. then put all the greens inside, and then they could people could buy it, eat it. And, but I figured out that people would just look at the ingredients and make it without the greens, so they can just eat it without the greens. So it's tasty. Right. But it already is tasty with the greens. So I just forgot that story. I forgot that um recipe and went on with my day. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good recipe. I would definitely try it. Um, so I have a. This is kind of an interesting question for you. What do you think adults need to know about health that they forget too often? That the health is kind of like. It's the same important as water, and because your health is kind of like your life. I rem- I remember I watched a TED talk, and they said that if you could take this pill, you could live longer. What I told my mom is that why don't you just eat organic, GMO free? You'll just live longer, anyways. It's easier to buy, and and you have to eat anyway, right? Yeah, so might as well eat organic, GMO free. Makes a lot more sense. Definitely. Um, so what, beyond stopping Monsanto, and I'm totally with you on that. So if you need like, you know, a partner in crime and good, well, I don't know if it's crime, it's partner in, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll think of something. Um, but if you need a partner in that, you know, let me know. But uh, be, beyond, uh, beyond uh, you know, in, in your free time, what do you do for fun? Like what, what is, beyond changing the world and helping people see differently, what, what do you do uh, for fun? Well, um, I have a friend that my brother's going to play with him now. He's actually playing with him. His name is Zane. He lives right next to my house. So I go to him every day and play with him outside. And we go, like, explore and we start playing games outside. So it's we are creative. But And so that's what I do in my free time. Play outside. Yeah, and I really enjoy it. Awesome. Same here. I wish I was outside right now, but after this interview. <laughs> um, so do you, do you have any questions for me or anyone that teaches people about organic foods or non-GMO? Um, or do you have any advice for them? Like, what would you tell people to, to, to share with people? Like, how would you help I have them? something really important that everyone should know this. Every child has a talent. But my friends, what they do, go home. First thing they do is go eat and then play some video games. Instead, and video games, they kind of like take your talent away from you. And then they eat the bad food on top of that. So what you need to do is instead of playing video games, you got to just try to discover your talent. And you will discover your talent. Because if you discover your talent, the earlier you discover it, the better you'll be at it if you improve it. And that's what I, how I found my talent was third grade when I did my speech. That's how I figured it out. So, yeah. If anyone has a child, they gotta make their, their child find their talent first, improve it, and then maybe they can play a tiny little bit of video games. I don't recommend that, but they can if it's so addictive. Right. <laughs> that's, 
That's really good advice, and I agree with you because technology and video games can be draining for the mind, and to eat healthy and to be open, alert, aware, awake, and creative and be in nature helps inspire creativity and helps you find your talents earlier like you have at such a young age. Um, so one question I have for you, it's kind of off the topic, but who is your favorite superhero and why? Well, my favorite superhero is everyone who eats raw food, GMO-free, Everyone who's That is awesome. You have a lot of superheroes, and that's very, very humble and kind of you. Um, so and another question I have for you is, what do you want to do for work when you grow up? Like, what do you want to actively participate in? Well, I just want to do talks to inspire more people for GMO free and organic because my dad, he goes to work and when he comes home, he's very grumpy. So I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> and all he does is <laughs> numbers and I like that. Yeah, numbers. I never see it. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I hear you on that. Numbers are definitely, numbers, we're not meant to crunch numbers. That, that num, Number crunching makes anyone grumpy. Um, so. Well, uh, so how? So to you, money is really not that important to you, then. No. Not at all. Like as long as you are alive and you're healthy and you're doing something that is important to you, you really don't care about money. Yeah. Well, I also told my mom that money is the reason Monsanto and McDonald's they just care about money. So if there was no such thing as money, they wouldn't care about doing the company because. But my mom's like, well then people wouldn't like make anything like um, they wouldn't grow food to sell or so, so, stuff like that because it's all free right right so do you think do you think money can be used in a good way like you can yeah like toys is okay and um, foods okay but not GMOs and not like the seeds from Monsanto they don't even reproduce like Foods you buy at the store that are organic, you can see the seeds inside them. So that's another way. If you cut up a food and there's no seeds inside, then that means it's GMO. And but one thing I find found weird is that before I even knew about GMOs, we bought these organic grapes with that are seedless. So I told my mom a few days ago. How are grapes seedless if they're not GMO? Right? Right, yeah. It's a hybrid. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's been altered with still, for sure. Um, so pretend, pretend, let's just pretend for a minute, you were really, really, really rich. What would you do with that money to stop Monsanto and support organic agriculture? Um, I would just leave it aside and like make buy organic and to support the organic and I would also go to numbers of events around the world even if they don't invite me I'll ask them if I can I tell them because some people get paid to go to events like really big people well I would just pay because I have my own money I don't really care about money so I can just pay for that and go to talk to people and you just keep speaking and telling people that's awesome. Your voice is very, uh, you have a very strong voice, you're very passionate and I really appreciate everything that you do. Never stop growing, never stop learning and continue to always be the best you can be 
if you're starting now at nine years old, by the time you're 19, you'll be, you will be a superhero, literally. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but you can do a lot of amazing things if you continue to do the best that you can do. Um, so I have one more question for you, and it's kind of an idea. And just pretend for a minute I'm Oprah. You know who Oprah is, right? Yeah. She's a really famous, well, she's not, well, she's kind of really famous. She's a talk show host in America, and like, she gets a lot of attention on TV. Um, so, oh. re so pretend I'm like a really, pretend a lot of people, pretend I'm her and I'm asking you this question, and literally millions of people were listening to you, literally millions of people. And what three things would you tell me, for those millions of people to hear, that they need to know about health and life and well-being? I would tell you three things is about GMOs, what to what to do to save themselves, like what to do to help support it, and how to help save organic food, and also how to stay away from those foods, and the solution to it. Because there's this, I had a friend, and she did a speech at my school, and um, she got, she was able to speak in front of the whole school. And I found that very strange because she had no solution. It's about child labor. She just told you a story about it. No solution at all. So how are you supposed to know what to do if there's no solution? Right? You've got to figure it out yourself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you teach people about GMOs and about organic foods and, and the solution. The, the solution. And what is the ultimate solution? What is what can we do today, everyone listening to support organic and non-GMO? Well, if we all stand together as one, we can change the food system. I agree 100%. And that was an awesome, awesome way to end it. Thank you so much for your time, Daniel. Uh, every, for everyone listening, I will link up his Facebook page and YouTube channel below. And when your book is out, make sure to uh, send that to me or you know let me know. And then I can uh, share that as well. Um, thank you so much for your time. For everyone listening, please leave a review on iTunes and leave your comments below. Share this on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. And thank you so much for your time, Daniel. Have an awesome rest of the day and keep doing what you're doing, all right? Okay. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Bye. Bye.